There is over a trillion dollars of waste in supply chains today. The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates are taking very seriously. To meet these objectives, they're going to have to take into consideration CO2 emissions. Hi, welcome back to Net Zero Carbon. I'm Tyler Cole, your host, and this is the show at Freight Waves, where we deep dive on decarbonization through a lens of freight, fuels, and energy. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Todd Ellis, Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Chevron Renewable Energy Group. Todd, how are you? Hi, Tyler. I'm doing great today. Looking forward to our conversation. I'm excited. This one's near and dear to my heart. Biofuels are part of my professional background, and uh, I'm excited to dive into the results of a white paper that FreightWaves partnered with Chevron Renewable Energy Group on in mid-May, um, and excited to hear a little bit more about your background and your experience in the industry and your role at Chevron Renewable Energy Group before we jump in. Sure. Well, I've had a really unique opportunity to be within this industry for the last 20 years, so really started at the forefront. Uh, in a startup company that then was acquired by Renewable Energy Group. And now as a part of Chevron, we're very excited about the future of our business and the products that we're bringing to market each and every day. As you should be, they're great products. Excited to dig into the survey results here. Um, well, let's talk about them. So we, we conducted a survey in May. We reached out to a contingent of brokers, shippers, and carriers. And what was interesting was that 40% indicated that they currently have established carbon reduction goals. But there's another 22% that are actively working on setting those targets. So how can Chevron Renewable Energy Group help that group achieve those targets? Well, again, Tyler, thanks for having us and, and really excited to see the results from the survey. So a couple of things, you know, the use of bio-based fuels like biodiesel and renewable diesel is one of the easiest ways to make an immediate impact to a fleet's carbon emissions. These fuels can generally be integrated without any changes or investment in new equipment or storage infrastructure. So we here at Chevron Renewable Energy Groups are all carbon reduction solutions, but we also recognize that some are quite a long way from being a viable industry-wide solution, whether that's due to technological cost, infrastructure barriers, or a combination of these. Now, in fact, Bloomberg New Energy Finance estimates that only 19% of heavy-duty trucks will be electrified by 2040. So the internal combustion engine will be around for quite some time. And you contrast that with bio-based fuels, um, which are available today and can be used in existing engine technology without any additional investment, we really do feel strongly about the future. And lastly, the, beyond the ease of the transition um, benefits, Chevron Renewable Energy Group can also track and quantify our customers' carbon reductions impacts through our monthly GHG emissions. Those are all pieces that are really crucial to solving this problem. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned those. Let's dig into this other point in the survey though. So 48% of broker shippers and carriers that responded don't have plans to set carbon reduction goals. How would you advise that group about their fuel choices? This is a great question, and I'm glad that we, we brought this up and it was in the survey because my advice would be to strongly consider taking some simple steps to demonstrate your readiness to set carbon reduction initiatives. Being able to do so will start to become increasingly more important in order to remain competitive and responsive in this ever-changing market. For instance, Fortune reports that 58% of Fortune 500 companies have goals to reach net zero by 2050. And that's a pretty drastic increase from only a year prior. And among those 58%, roughly half of them already have plans in place to reduce scope three emissions in their supply chain. Really interesting statistic, but in practicality, what does that mean for those shippers? 
Well, what that means is that they're increasingly favor carriers who have demonstrated carbon reduction efforts to ship their products. And while initiating a carbon reduction program may be an intimidating prospect for some carriers, you can take simple steps today by piloting or trialing bio-based fuels if you're not ready for that full integration. So with the help of our team here at Chevron Renewable Energy Group, we can quantify that carbon reduction. So your company can use that in RFPs or bid responses to set yourself apart. It's really a simple step that's not only good for the planet, but it's going to be really good for your business. That's that triple bottom line we're all shooting for. Love that. Uh, here's another one. So among those surveyed in this white paper, some of the top reasons that they cited as barriers to adoption for biodiesel and renewable diesel included things like price, performance of the fuels, and how effective are they really at reducing carbon emissions? How would you address some of those concerns? Yeah, I'm really glad we, we did address this in the survey because really, simply put, those are all just misconceptions about bio-based fuels. And so let me go ahead and address each one, uh, one by one. So first, in terms of price, B20 biodiesel blends and renewable diesel have both been relatively consistent with the price of biodiesel, uh, sorry, with, with the price of petroleum diesel over the last five years. Plus, their use requires no additional equipment investment. Secondly, in terms of performance, biodiesel outperforms petroleum diesel in both lubricity and cetane C- content. What does this mean? This results in improved engine combustion, reduced DPF clogging, and reduced regenerations. And, and, and then when you look at renewable diesel, it's considered a direct replacement to petroleum diesel. And users should expect it to perform identically. And then lastly, in terms of carbon reduction effectiveness, the effectiveness of biodiesel to reduce carbon often surprises many people. In fact, it's among the most effective solutions and certainly the easiest to implement. Those are great. I'm glad you tackled them one at a time. Um, and, and I hear a lot of those in the industry anecdotally. Um, do you have any data or background or statistics to be able to dive deeper into some of those? Absolutely. So let me just share a few stats for the listeners that I think are actually going to surprise them. First, compared to petroleum diesel, biodiesel, and renewable diesel may reduce carbon emissions by up to 100% for fossil carbon. And according to the California Air Resources Board, biodiesel reduces total hydrocarbons by 70%, while renewable diesel does so by 40%. Then we take that compared to electric, a 2020 study by the National Renewable Energy Lab showed battery electric transit buses have an estimated energy efficiency efficiency ratio 3.8, which leads us to believe biodiesel may actually be 56%, 56% more effective at reducing carbon than electric when taking the grid into consideration. And then lastly, when you look at carbon intensity scores as determined by CAR, biodiesel has uh, it's been consistently lower than both liquid natural gas and hydrogen for many years. So in conclusion, bio-based fuels are just as effective and often more so and other solutions being explored, most of which require infrastructure, new equipment investments, or both, that aren't required with biodiesel and renewable diesel. It's such a good solution. Thanks for, for bringing out a lot of those statistics and, and for joining us today. You know, I learned a lot. I'm sure listeners have got to learn a lot. Would you leave them with any parting words? Sure. Well, first of all, Tyler, thank you. Uh, and thanks to Freight Waves for partnering with us on this survey. We're really happy with uh, what we revealed and, and actually here to share the story and, and a few more um, more stats. And so, um, first of all, I, I want to encourage everyone who's interested to check out the full survey results, which are available from FreightWaves in the form of a white paper right here on FreightWaves.com. Beyond that, I just want to close by reiterating that carbon reduction is something that carriers and brokers across all modes will have to begin demonstrating in order to remain competitive. 
And we believe biodiesel is not only the likely the easiest solution to implement today, but it's also perhaps the most effective. So I'd encourage our listeners, check out our complete line of Endura fuels by heading over to our website, www.regi.com. Thanks again, Tyler. It's been a great, great uh, opportunity to speak with you today. I loved it. Grateful for your time. And we'll definitely link in the show notes to not only the white paper where um, listeners can go check it out and learn more, but also regi.com so they can learn more about the Endura Fuels line. Thanks, Todd. Thank you. Have a good day. There is over a trillion dollars of waste in supply chains today. The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates are taking very seriously. To meet these objectives, they're going to have to take into consideration CO2 emissions. 